The Fight Show on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by MyBookie.ag. MyBookie is doing everything they can to help hashtag DGENs only cash big, including a 50% deposit match on your first deposit. That's MyBookie.ag, promo code SGP to get a 50% deposit match. We're also brought to you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy is a new daily fantasy sports app built specifically for player props. Download the app in the App Store and use the promo code SGP for an instant deposit match up to $50. That's thrivefantasy.com, promo code SGP, sign up and prop up today. And finally, we're also brought to you by Ace Per Head. Ace is the leader in paperhead providers and they make it super easy to start your own sportsbook. Plus, Ace is offering up to six weeks free. Just head over to aceperhead.com slash SGP. That's aceperhead.com slash SGP. They can't say my name. They don't recognize me as a champion. They try to switch the narrative, make it something that it's not. I ain't about all that talk. I'm about that action. I want to prove all the doubters. You can't hear it over the clapping. But let me tell you something. Kelly Brook is the best big name, top quality welterweight that could be found to make an event with Terrence Crawford. Because the PBC, Premier Boxing Champions, which is on... Two other networks, Fox and Showtime, refuses to acknowledge Crawford's existence. Promoters are siloed with networks nowadays. And so Errol Spence, the guy who wants to see Crawford fight, he was in a car accident. We'll see how he looks against Garcia. He's telling for the it's a business decision. You know, guys like that have not been eager to make the fight. If they were, they'd make the fight. But you know who Kel Brook is? Kel Brook is basically one of those PBC type of welterweights. In fact, he won his title when he was an undefeated fighter from Sean Porter. Those PBC welterweights are all evenly matched, right? Thurman and Porter and Spence and, and Pacquiao and Garcia. They make really good fights because they're all even, they, they're more or less evenly matched. No one has an easy time with Sean Porter. Thurman and Errol Spence barely got by Sean Porter. I know Kel Brook won a majority decision, but I thought Kel Brook beat Porter more decisively than anyone has. And then he lost to Spence in a terrific fight. It was a tough fight for Spence. You know, it had to, had to overcome a really Kel Brook boxing really well to stop to stop um, uh, Kel Brook in the 11th round. So Kel Brook is one of those PBC fighters that we all want to see him fight. He fits squarely in the middle of that pack. Pacquiao, Thurman, Spence, Porter, he, he's one and one against those guys. Win against Porter clean, loss against Spence, both tough fights. That's who Crawford is fighting. It's a very good measuring stick. And by the way, let me say something else. In 1986, there was a dominant undisputed welterweight champion an American undefeated named Donald Curry he had not yet broken through to the mainstream but boxing insiders considered him the number one pound for pound fighter in the world and he was riding high unified the title in 85 in 86 still undefeated fights a British fighter Lloyd Hunnigan and people thought Hunnigan was a good fighter but no one thought he was going to beat Donald Curry and guess what happened he beat Donald Curry at the very top of this sport the difference between the elite of the elite and the top contenders you expect them to beat is not as great as the public understands. What separated Crawford as much as his, as his skills, which are magnificent, and his talent, what, what separated him as much of any of that stuff is his attitude. And Kell Brook, once Kell Brook started out on the, on the real, in, in terms of the world scene, by beating Porter clean. This is already back in 2014. It's been a while. And what did he do? He made three title defenses. And he could have easily 
just kind of milked the title over on the other side of the pond and made a nice living fighting picked, you know, chosen opponents. Did he do that? No. What he did instead was jump two weight classes to fight Gennady Golovkin, Triple G, who was undefeated at the time and no one wanted to fight. And he literally got his face broken in a fight that he was fighting very well in, but, but Golovkin was too big. And in his very next fight, takes on Errol Spence, another boogeyman and top pound-for-pound fighter at 147 pounds, loses that fight, gets the other side of his face broken, and comes back, wins three fights, and here we are against another elite pound-for-pound fighter. No one ever has an easy time with Kell Brook. Not Golovkin, not Spence. You are listening to The Fight Show here on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Follow the Sports Gambling Podcast Network on Twitter at the SGP Network. Follow me on Twitter at SGP Soccer. And check out my website, lockbetting.com, where we will be giving out official picks for the boxing on Saturday night for the UFC. We've also won nine of our last 10 days in tennis, and we are having a phenomenal start to the month with soccer. As I said previously on the other podcast, we have gone nine and two in the Champions League last Tuesday. We went six and three in the Champions League on Wednesday, eight and two in the Europa League last Thursday, 10 and one with soccer last Saturday. And then we had a six and two day on Thursday, including going six and oh with our leans on the podcast as well. So lockbetting.com is where you need to go for all of my content. But let's shift gears here and focus back on what we're all here for. This is the fight show, and we are looking at Terence Crawford versus Kell Brook taking place this weekend. We just listened to Max Kellerman there, and he was really hyping up Kell Brook's credentials and making this fight out to be very close. The odds makers don't really agree, and neither do I. Terence Crawford is in the pound-for-pound conversation, along with Errol Spence, along with Canelo Alvarez. I think now, after his defeat, you have to take Lamachenko out of that conversation, obviously, and it is really down to those three. Kel Brook isn't in that conversation. He may be among the top welterweights. He may have upset Sean Porter, and I still think it's an upset in my opinion, and Sean Porter, I think, would beat Kelbrook now if they had a rematch. But there's been a lot of damage done to Kelbrook. The reason why he took three fights and why he's only taken three fights over the last three years is because he did take significant damage in that Triple G fight, which was made even worse by Errol Spence. The Kelbrook that comes into this fight off the back of three warm up fights in three years isn't the same guy that ended up beating Sean Porter all the way back in 2014, whereas this Terence Crawford is Terence Crawford at his peak and is edging towards a fight with Errol Spence that will determine, in my opinion, the number one pound-for-pound fighter in the world whilst Canelo Alvarez continues on his hiatus, even though he has a massive contract to box as much as he possibly can with Dan's. He isn't boxing at the moment, and that is really the fight that we are all looking forward to. But in order for that to happen, um, Errol Spence needs to return from his car crash, return to the ring, get past Garcia, and Crawford needs to navigate this fight with Kell Brook, which would look difficult on paper if you consider the credentials of Brook, but I'm worried that this isn't a Kell Brook that is the same. Kell Brook has spent most of the last three years trying to call out Amir Khan because he's also a declining fighter, and that would be a much more even fight 
in this one, this is not an even fight. This is a Terence Crawford that beat Amir Khan for five rounds. And Amir Khan tried to get out of it by insinuating that Terence Crawford hit him with a low blow. I actually went to that fight. That was a big fight at the time. But I was very disappointed with Khan's performance. This fight isn't getting the big fight platform. Obviously, we're doing it here on a fight show. And it's a big pay-per-view over in the US. But no one here in the UK believes really that Kell Brook's going to win. Otherwise, we'd be seeing this fight on BT Sports. Otherwise, we'd be seeing it on Sky Sports, Sky Box Office. But instead, it's going to be on Premier Sports 1, which is a much smaller channel over here. So there isn't much hype about it, which leads me to believe that there isn't much hope in Kell Brook. Kell Brook has never really got there as a big fighter. He's not the same name, obviously, as an Anthony Joshua or even an Amir Khan, which is why he's so desperate to have that fight. I think he feels the fact that he's at the same way. He feels slighted by that. He feels a little bit bitter about the fact that Amir Khan has had such worldwide notoriety and had such big fights, whereas Kell Brook hasn't. He almost ruined his own career looking for that big fight when he took on Triple G when he was undefeated and sacrificed his unbeaten record to take a fight he had absolutely no chance of winning and that was almost suicidal much like when Khan decided to fight Canelo when he took a massive leap up as well so both men have made mistakes in search of big fights but Khan certainly has had more but with Brooks' fights, all his major fights have ended up in losses against Spence and against Triple G. And uh, obviously, his one big victory came against Sean Porter. And everybody uses that as a measuring stick. And Max Kellerman's job here is to sell the fight. My job here is not to sell the fight. My job here is to pick winners for the fight and pick you winning selections. And that's what we're trying to do. And obviously, Terence Crawford at 1-12... to is a significant favourite to win this fight. Should he be 1-12? to 12? Probably not. I think I have him around about minus 600 in my head, and I would have uh, Kelbrook here at plus 400. I think that would be a fairer way to rate it. But we're not going to be taking any action there on the money line. I do think Crawford wins this fight, and really we're just looking for method of victory. And if Kelbrook can come away here by surviving 12 rounds, then I think Kelbrook will be reestablished in the world scene, and he may be able to get a couple more big fights before he retires but I think he needs to give up on that Amir Khan fight the odds are not in his favor to survive though because the knockout TKO for Terence Crawford is available at four to nine here he's five to two to win via decision Kelbrook is giving no chance in either market he's 14 to one in both and it's 25 to one for this one to play out as a draw Looking at the round markets here, so we're going to look at all of the overs. Um, we'll start at over 6.5 rounds where you can get it at 2 to 5. Over 7.5 rounds is where you start getting some value. It's 8 to 13. 8.5 rounds here is the marker. So it's 10 to 11, 10 to 11. 9.5 rounds is where you start to get plus money here where you get 6 to 5. And at 10.5 rounds, you actually get six to four. So I think if it does go to the scorecards, um, Terence Crawford will be ahead. He has the reach advantage here. He's the more in-form fighter. He's had more action. He's in the pound-for-pound pound conversation. He has more punch accuracy. Although, if you listen to a podcast that, that Sean Porter did, and he's someone that's been in a ring with him, he said Kell Brook beat him with his accuracy. So that's a very 
Interesting comment there from Sean Porter, who has faced Kel Brook. However, that was six years ago, whereas Terence Crawford is now very much in his peak. And Kel Brook, it's not the case that he's old. It's just that I feel that he's very damaged by taking the, those fights. I think they were the wrong fights for him to take. But prior to taking those fights, the other accusations were, were thrown at him, that he was taking a lot of tomato can fights to, to pad out his record. And Amir Khan, who's always been the point of comparison for Kelbrook, was the one taking the, the challenging fights. He was the one going out there and, and boxing with Danny Garcia. He was the one going out there and having a tear-up with Marcus Maidana. So, I mean, that still, for me, is one of the greatest fights of all time. I encourage guys, if you find some time, make sure you go and check out Amir Khan versus Marcus Maidana. But uh, Elbrook's been in great fights too. I mean, Kelbrook had a really good showing against Errol Spence. And at the time, we didn't know that Errol Spence was going to be as good as he was. I mean, there were signs there that he was coming up and um, boxing purists saw it. I saw it because I cover boxing and I knew that Errol, Spon Errol Spence was going to be a big deal and I took him to pick that fight, but nobody knew how good Errol Spence would be and it's unfortunate that he's had that car accident that's put him out and we don't know how he's going to even return from that because it was a serious accident, but I'm hoping he returns as the same fighter because Errol Spence versus Terence Crawford is going to be some fight, but as I said, both fighters need to navigate the fights that they're in here and I do think that Terence Crawford will navigate this fight and it will come down to method of victory and it will come down to what we bet here, which is the key thing that we're going to cover here on the show and the key thing that you're all here for. Looking at the weigh-ins, it's not a surprise that Kelbrook looks good. I mean, even when he's fought nobodies and um, he hasn't fought well in the fights, he's always looked good coming into the fights. So we can't judge nothing really by Kelbrook's weigh-ins. And um, really, the, the thing for me here is, is damage that's been done to Kelbrook. I have no doubt here that Crawford will win this fight. He's a special fighter. And whether he gets it done through knockout or by points, he is going to win the fight. But I just think 1-12 to 12 is a little bit much is a little bit disrespectful to Kel Brook, but that's how the bookies feel, and that's probably why it's not on a big box office format. But I think that Kel Brook will put up a, a decent fight, even though he's not at his peak. Um, I think it will definitely start well. He'll coming up for this fight, and he'll present difficult issues and puzzles for Crawford to overcome because Crawford doesn't have a phenomenal resume here. Despite the fact that he's in the pound for pound conversation, he doesn't have a, a Pacquiao or a Spence or a Thurman here or even a Sean Porter. So Kell Brooks coming into this fight with the biggest victory out of the two fighters involved. Kell Brook has the biggest win over Sean Porter. I mean, Crawford's wins over Benavitez, Jeff Horn, um, and Amir Khan aren't as big as that win over Sean Porter, although Kell Brook would love a victory over Amir Khan. He would love for that fight to happen. It just doesn't seem to be happening, and I don't think it ever will get made. I think Amir Khan is pretty much done with boxing at this stage, and, uh, and so will Kell Brook be if he's emphatically knocked out. But I don't think he will be emphatically knocked out, especially not in the early stages. If Kell Brook can get to the second half of this fight, and I think he will do, I don't think rounds one to six are going to be a problem. I think that this is going to be a respectable showing for him, especially if he can bag a couple of the rounds. Because I think Amir Khan only really took one of the five rounds that he was in there with Crawford and was looking for a way out. If Kell Brook can put up a more respectable showing, that's going to 
going to be good for Kell Brook, especially if he can take two of the first six rounds. But I think once Crawford works out Brooks, uh, works out Brook, it's going to be easier for Crawford to start solving this pro- problem and to start taking control of this fight. And that's when previous damage and the the psychological effects will, will come into play from the previous damage that's been done. Because Kell Brook is not the unbeaten, invincible fighter that he was. That fight against Triple G did irreparable damage. And to lose back-to-back, and he knows that he's rebounded with three Tomato Can fights. I mean, Max Kellerman was talking about it as if he just bounced back from fighting two epics and was back on track he's not back on track this is not the same fight and Kelbrook will know that as soon as Crawford starts to dominate this fight and if we take Crawford here on points which I does which I do think represents some value at five to two we're going to be hoping that Kelbrook isn't so mentally drained that he quits in this fight towards the later stages that's why I think it's a little bit safer even though it's a lot less of a payout to take the over underline here which is set at 8.5 because all you need is eight rounds to go by and one and a half minutes into round number nine I think that's a safe space here to negotiate 75% of this fight especially when I think the first 50% is a given I think that Kell Brook is going to represent a difficult puzzle for Crawford to solve but I think one once Crawford takes control of the fight, then the sticky patch is going to be that middle period and how much damage can Kelbrook live with before inevitably the fight is called off because Crawford is looking too dominant. Perhaps this analysis is a little bit disrespectful to Kel Brook, but I don't think I'm being any more disrespectful than the betting line. I think I'm trying to play it fair and be in the middle. Max Kellerman, who we heard on the audio, it's his job to sell the fight. Uh, the bookies are underselling Kel Brook. I'm sitting somewhere here in the middle where I think Kel Brook is a respectable opponent. He's certainly the best available opponent that um, Crawford could have faced at this moment in time. I think another way that you could potentially bet this is to take the the points here at 5-2 and then possibly take a hedge here on Crawford to win in rounds 9-12 here at 3-1. That could be its potential way that you could bet this. I think I'm looking at Crawford possibly getting the stoppage here between rounds 10 to 12 and I'd be just taking nine to be safe but I think honestly the best way to bet this fight is to take the over 8.5 I think you stand a real chance of taking that and I think if you're sensing any danger around round six seven maybe eight then you could take the hedge and the knockout if there hasn't been too much damage done then you'll be okay taking that as a hedge out obviously if Kelbrook's hit the floor and he's in survival mode you're going to be seeing that knockout price in running moving to around about um one to two one to three and then it won't be worth taking it so that's going to be a loss on the night but i think i'm quite confident here taking calbrook to survive past the first six or seven rounds and be able to take the risks that he can get eight and a half rounds into this fight so my pick for this fight will be over 8.5 rounds here at 10 to 11 that's going to be the only place for that in, by default is the lock. I think this is going to be 
a decent fight, as I said. We're lucky to be getting anything at this moment in time. And um, obviously, if I am wrong about that and it's anything more convincing, then it's going to be very, very difficult for Kell Brook to continue fighting. Not because he's too old, not because he's too weathered, and not because he's a terrible fighter, but there isn't going to be any big fights out there for him unless Sean Porter wants to avenge that loss that he had against Kell Brook. So that concludes this edition of The Fight Show. That concludes your preview here for Kell Brook versus Terence Crawford. I'm going to close out with a little bit more audio from the face-to-face or the head-to-head interview that the guys did with Max Kellerman. So I'm going to leave you with this audio of Kelbrook and uh, Terence Crawford essentially talking trash to each other. Good luck with all of your bets as always. And thanks for listening. Appreciate that. Terrence, you've been, been, you know, you've been ducked by the other top welterweights. They cite business reasons. They make business decisions because it's another network, another promoter. But I was just mentioning, Kel Brook has fought two of those PBC guys. He's one and one. He beat Sean Porter more decisively than Sean Porter's ever been beaten. And he lost to Errol Spence in an excellent fight, and he was very competitive in that fight. He, he so, no one like me. He knows he's not boxed no one like me. I've boxed, the, I've boxed the fight he wants to fight in, in, in Errol Spence. I've beaten him with Golovkin in middleweight. I've beaten him with these guys, you know. They're saying Terence is the pack. Hey, he, yeah, this is not you. Hey, you you think you worry me? I've been in with these guys. Listen. I, I've you seen, I've seen them before. You haven't Listen. been in guys yeah, I've not, you know, like me. So, so you want being in with guys like me? Okay. You want being in guys like me? Okay. So you're gonna, you're gonna be in with a guy like me. I'm gonna be in with, with, you, with you, like, likewise. But I've been in with guys like you, bigger, stronger guys than you. I've mm. be, I know what it takes to, to, to be the best. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You want being in with someone like me? You're gonna All be right. tomorrow night. All right, and we're gonna find out. We're gonna find out. Yeah. <laughs> Terrence, but what about that? For, for all the criticism you get for, well, you haven't cleaned out welterweight, they haven't gotten in with you, this guy's getting in with you, and he's one and one in the PBC against those elite guys. What is this a chance for you to do? I don't, I don't care. I'm 2-0 versus PBC. Now, I don't, I don't care about none of that, who he fought. or I'm not bothered about who, who anybody's who, fought. Me and him are fighting each other. Me and him are fighting each other, and that's right. that. We're not bothered about who's won and who's won. This is a fight with me and him. Yeah, and that, that's what's happening. Tomorrow, you know, it's going to be a thriller. Terrence, you, at, at, at the lighter in the lighter weight classes, you were more of a kind of slick boxer. You could switch hit the whole thing. At welterweight, you've been brawling a little bit more, especially in your last fight against Calviascus. Why is that, and how are you going to fight Kel Brook? Uh, just, you know, uh, just give my respect. You know, he thinking just because I'm the smaller man, he's going to walk through me. But uh, I guarantee you once I start laying these hands on him, he's going to think twice. And uh, the fight with Kavalaiskis, that was just something that I just put in my head that I wanted to do. You know, a uh, bigger, stronger fighter. You know, um, I don't know, just something that I just wanted to do at that time. Terrence, you look, you've always impressed me, even from the first time I called your fight against Bradis Prescott, which is when you really burst onto the scene. Even when you were kind of more of a slick boxer, you got a mean streak in you. It's like you not just want to outbox them, you want to bully them, you want to punish them. How are you feeling about Kell Brook right now? What kind of fight do you want to fight against him? Man, it don't matter what type of fight uh, we fight. Uh, I'm going to win in whatever fight he want to do. So, you know... Uh, Whatever type of arsenal he want to bring to the table, I got more. So, you know, he want to box, I got better boxing ability. He want to bang, I got better better boxing banging 
to him. He don't fight in the inside. He want he what 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 do he want to do that I can't do better? What do you want to do, Cal? What kind of fight do you want to make? If Terence Crawford is saying what, however he wants to get down, we get down. What kind of fights are going to be? Exactly the same. Whatever he wants to do, I'm ready for. I'm ready for anything. Trust me, I've put myself through, and I'm ready for whatever Terence is going to bring tomorrow night. Hold on, hold on, damn, neither one of you guys wants to dictate what fight it's going to be? You're going to leave it up to the other guy? What kind of fight do you guys want to fight? You have to come in with a game plan, you're both versatile, but you must have studied each other and thought, yep, I'm either going to bring it to him or I'm going to do something. What kind of, who wants to dictate this fight? You're going to find out tomorrow night, you know, we don't need to tell you what, what kind of game plan we've got. He's got one, I've got one. You know, you're all going to see what, what unreveils, um, um, um you know, tomorrow night there's going to be, you know, I think everybody's excited about this fight and uh, they should be. Finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.